What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And Joy. And we are back. I got all the ladies. I told you. We're all <laughs> back together. I know y'all missed us. It's been a decade, it seems like. But we or thank three. you for... Well, I know, right? We thank you for sticking with us. Make sure you hit us up on social media. Facebook.com says Talk Down Podcast. Our Facebook has been booming thanks to KT. Instagram.com slash talk it out podcast. Twitter.com slash talk it out underscore pod. Make sure you use the hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet. And uh, let's pretty much it. We're going to get it going because Joy has somewhere to go. All right. So the first thing we're going to talk about <laughs> is uh, on Twitter, we were tagged in a post by uh, T. Marie and on uh, Twitter. And uh, one of our listeners wanted us to talk about this video. And uh, pretty much what the video was saying, this man was saying, yeah, it's good for women to, you know, have their own thing and stuff. You know what I'm saying? But to just (laughs) fully be say I'm independent and I don't need no man. Like, what am I there for? Ain't I there? That's my job as a man. That's why I was put on this earth. To protect and to provide, and if no, you are you gotta play the video. <laughs> then what? Then what you need me for? You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much what he said. What do you guys think about these statements about independent women? Okay, so first things first. There's plenty of things that you can you can deconstruct from this. Number one, why is he putting his own worth into? that that's the only thing he's good for like that already talks about how his self-esteem is and how how he thinks of himself period second of all why why do we feel like our our partners have to um have to be our provider have to be our sole person that uh carries all of our weight for us and all of our um our woes and things like that when they're human too they they go through same things you'll be going through and you don't even think of it and third of all yes no don't look like that you should have seen gabby's face y'all and third of all i'm trying to figure out what what i just i just i'm just shaking my head that's all i got okay so what you gotta say wait wait I, i figured it out i figured my third of all the women who hype them type of men up are also pick me's. Let's be real. Okay, that's it. Yeah, go ahead. Joy. I want to hear. I, I don't really have to because I know what Gabby is going to say. You already too. know. I want to hear so, what you have to say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, truthfully, the video was not like how you made it sound. Yeah, this is exactly they, I will. <laughs> he said, he said, being independent, an uh, independent woman is great. That's he said. Basically, he has no qualms with that. But if you're too independent, meaning if you are all the time saying, "Oh, I don't need you for this and I don't need you for that," then like any partner, he's wondering, "Well, what do you need me for? Am I just here for sex?" Because then, if a guy told her, if a guy told a woman, "Oh," I don't need you to cook for me or do this or do that. I don't need you to do nothing. Just be there and just be it. Be there. And when I get that's what be there for what? I would say that's you, a win-win. Exactly. No. Uh. <laughs> Let me tell you why I I understand what he's saying. Oh. 
and I, whatever, pick me or whatever. Pick me, first of all. <laughs> whatever, whatever is clever, however you want to suggest it. But me personally, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I want them to be there for me. Not just for me. Like, it's a 50-50 thing. If I got some problems, why can't I go to you and be like, oh, so this is my problem. I need you to help me. Like, God, not even guide me. Sometimes just be there to listen to me. Uh, why is that not okay? So for me, I don't think that's what I was implying. I'm not implying that your partner can't be there for you and your partner can't be the one to listen to you go on about how your day is and things like that. But more oftentimes than not, uh, we get into these relationships where we feel like our partner should be there to um, hold all of our woes and hold all of our worries and hold all of our, our the things that we, you know, are hurting about. I'm not saying your partner can't be there. I'm not saying your partner can't be there. But what I'm saying is, is that we should not um, we should not put so much pressure onto our partners, onto the relationships, whether that's with a friend or that's with the romantic partner or whatever, um, to for them to fulfill you when you should be filling yourself up and making yourself. All the way, this ain't even what the man was talking about. But hold on, hold on, hold on. He's talking about the worth in the relationship. Right. If you don't need him. Why, if you don't need a, 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 your partner, not even, let's just get off the male and female because I'm just specifically talking my partner. Okay. If you don't need your partner for anything, why are they there? Why is, a, why is he there? Okay, but here's my thing. This is, this is, this is the, the, where the line is drawn. The man is getting, what, what it shows to me really is like, if we're going to talk about masculinity and toxic masculinity and how masculinity hurts man, you know how a lot of women, we're taught that our only goal in life is to just be married and to take care of the children and take care of the home. And contrary-wise, as far as a man goes, when he is a father, his only role is to provide and protect. That's it. He no, there's nothing about you. You also get to receive emotional support. You also are supposed to be emotional support. You're just there to be the muscle and the money. And so to me, it's really, uh, it shows me maybe his insecurities because if he feels that's all he can contribute into a, to a relationship, he feels insecure. If a woman says, I don't need your money because I get money. Like, I'm, that should even be like, you should be like, oh, good. I can keep my. First of all, I ain't no woman my- saying that. No, I'm just saying. And then she is saying that she got some problems at home. No, she don't. What? <laughs> yes, she do. <laughs> No, listen, what I'm saying is if somebody said that, like in the hypothetical world, if somebody said that, that should not be a problem. You know what I'm saying? It's in the grand scheme of things. It shouldn't be a problem because that just means more money in your pocket. The thing is, if we are (laughs) if we are caught in these rigid gender roles and stuff like that, one 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 little turn off of the traditional binary, what you're supposed to do just messes people up because that's just what they been told the whole time there is nothing wrong with a woman having her own money and you should you should if that's the case if a woman says i got the money wise okay you should say okay so what what can i contribute there's a five trillion things other to a relationship other than money emotional support maybe you can be the one to be there when she needs help fixing something or maybe you can be the one that helps to cook 
or maybe you can be the one that helps to provide advice. Like, there's 20 billion things you can do. You know what I'm saying? I just well, we're stuck on money, but he didn't mention anything about money. He never said anything specific. He said provider. He said I'm supposed to be the provider. If you win the pen, he said he said he said, and I quote: "There is nothing wrong with an independent woman." Mm-hmm. However, he said, "But if you don't need me, why am I here?" That's not then that's not said, all they said. That also, also, also that also makes me think. That also makes me think. It's kind of like those things where they say. Oh no! It's it's kind of like those things where they say, "I don't, I I'm okay with gay people. I'm okay with black people." But however, blah blah blah. Like it's kind of the same situation. She said his. He said he feels as a as a man. He was put here to provide and to protect. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't, and if you didn't need him for any anything, let alone those things. This is not what nothing, this man is really talking about. I promise you. This because when people say when men say independent women or they 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 don't want you to be too independent, they're not. They ain't, I swear they're not talking about emotional support. No, they're, not. they're only talking about money. That is it. That's the only thing they're talking about. Financial independence, emotional independence, uh, physical independence. If you if you independent on all sorts of your life, you what 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 do you need another partner for? You independently good by yeah, yourself. You don't need another partner. We have these societal standards that say that we do, that we are forced to have Nobody other people. Alone. But no one essentially needs another partner. It's just human nature to want that. But no one needs no. that. No one it's needs human it. It's human nature it's to need. want it. But it's it's no need. one needs it. But there's a thing. If you look... Even if you have a partner and you need, there's a need for a partner. Even if, like, as humans, we've evolved to where we need partners or we want partners. Here's the thing: you don't have to. That don't mean you have to be lacking in some area so that the other person can come in. Y'all can be 100 percent independent in your own thing. You You cannot. Two independent businesses are independent businesses. Now, when they join, some is somebody's gonna have. When okay, just take for instance. Take this for instance. Um, Circle K and the BP. Okay? Now, before Circle K joined, that was its own gas station, correct? So, Circle K and... Yeah, okay, it was. Circle K was its own independent gas station, and as well as BP. Now, when they joined together... It's not like they two have two separate pumps. One, one Circle K and one BP. That's not that's not what they're doing. They're saying, "Oh, let's do the gas by the BP. Let's do the uh, snacks and the food and all of that uh, convenience by Circle K." That's why they are now BP by Circle K. Circle K by BP. They have to let go. It's a give and take. It, it, can nobody do anything one hundred percent? Not even businesses. Okay, so this is my question. When men say they don't want too much independent, like, let's just say financially, because that's what they're talking about. Let's just say things. Financially independent women. Does that mean they're in financially independent? And they just want no. women to depend upon them? And they want women to no. be dependent upon them financially? So, I think what it means is, I think what, I think, you know, first of all, men are not great communicators. I've learned that. Even, I'm looking at that even with my uh, brothers when they're coming up they, they, they can't even express to me how they feel 
when they simply want something. And I'm like, I don't understand that. However, I think when they say that, they mean in, so people like to feel needed in their life. And if you and if and if you got a guy sitting over here and you're doing everything on the list from you got you got yourself satisfied in the morning, you're fixing breakfast, you then drove your car to work, uh, picked up your paycheck, went home, fixed the leak under the fixed the leak in the sink, then got yourself satisfied in the afternoon, and he's just sitting here like, okay, well. Maybe tomorrow. And if you're doing the same things every day and you need no one because you're 100% independent, when you want to talk, you got yourself with that. When you want to buy something, oh, your check is late. You're 100% independent. Go get a loan. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So why do we feel like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You had your, hold on, hold on. Why, why did we, why do we feel like, here's my question, like, this doesn't have to be, like, male versus female, this doesn't have to be anything like that, this can be, just think of it, like, normally, like, why do we feel like, like, truly, why do we feel like, as humans, that in order for us to exist, in order for us to just be functioning, we have to have someone else in our lives to do that? What, what's the purpose of that? Why can't we be self-fulfilling on our own? Why can't we self, uh, why can't we self-reflect on our own? Why can't we grow on our own? Why do we have to have other people within our lives here's, who can deconstruct you and who can quote unquote fix you, who can fi- do these certain things? Why can't, why can't I pay someone like a therapist to actually walk me through those things and help me through those things on but my own as opposed to, as opposed yeah. to having a partner, which is what this is all about, do those certain things. Like truly, I'm an independent person, truly 100% independent. And I love my independence. I love doing things on my own sometimes. Um, but there are still things like I have to pay other people for. That doesn't mean I have to rely on my partner for that. That doesn't mean that I have to rely on people in my lives like my friends who are also going through their own things. I can go out and pay someone who is an actual professional to help me through my financial situations, who can help me through my emotional situations. I, I can do all of that on so my own. Saying, What's the purpose? What's the so purpose I, of laying that 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 um that burden on top of my partner for my partner to have to bear it as well? And I know we say, oh my partner doesn't have to bear that. But truly, like be real here. Because we're human we have these emotions and we have these things that go on within us that we love we love to be really empathetic towards other people so regardless if we say oh you know i'm feeling really bad today to our partner and blah 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 blah. our partner if they're a people pleaser like a lot of people in my life currently are then they're going to do their best to do anything that they can in order to make you happy and i feel like a lot of times that can become a burden on that person after well, so see, that's long. We differ. Be- that's where we differ because a lot of people in my life, are, I'm the people pleaser. Mm. No, there, there are not a lot of people in my life who are people pleasers. So I have no idea what that would feel like. However, to me, there is nothing wrong with getting help when needed, especially if you have to pay someone for your, uh, a therapy session or to pay a financial guidance, uh, guidance person or whatever you call those people, accountant. However, if 
what you're saying is I should not have friends or close relatives or a significant other to go to. I should only be concerned about paying someone if I want if I want to be seen as independent. I can't I can't say, oh, this girl got on my nerves today and she really made me upset. But I mean, it's not like something serious, but she made me upset. I can't get that off of my chest to a significant other or a friend. I would have to go talk to someone else to pay to talk to a professional about something minuscule. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm saying I'm saying that we don't need to. It's not. But what I'm saying, saying what I'm saying but but what I'm saying, every person has to get, every person has to get some things off their chest. Otherwise, it builds up. You can't pay a professional all the time, and sometimes people don't have the means to pay for that. And yeah, and true. furthermore, and furthermore, if I can get, if I can tell my friend, hey, um, Joe Blow, Joe Blow, girl, guess what happened tonight? So and so made me so upset. They did this and they did that. I don't always need a solution. Sometimes people just need to get it off of their chest. Yes. And and if I can't if I can't go to Joe Blow and I have to wait till next week to my therapy session, by the end of the week I'm built up. That's true. That's why you find other outlets. There's other ways to Out- friends are outlets. outlets. Yes, okay. Relationship. Sure, okay. All right. So that's that's that on that. You don't have to put all your your emotional stuff on your partner. You don't have to be financially dependent on your partner. Okay. There we go. Next topic. You don't even have a next Uh-oh. topic. I do have a next topic. I Guess- want the pe- hold on. I want the podcast world to tell us what they think about. Oh yeah. This. Tell us I what y'all think about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They'll tell us. I have this. This is actually an interesting, an interesting thing that I, I was thinking about. It's been a couple months ago, but it's but it's an interesting topic. I relate to you, uh, Joy. So, um, apparently, I think it's the Harriet Tubman movie they they got coming out. Uh, apparently, whoever that is that's playing Harriet Tubman is not African American. She is British American. And so there's been a conversation around should British actors be able to take roles of historically African-American people? Because now what we have now is, you know, we got the guy from Get Out. We got uh, we got a lot of other new actors coming in that are not african-american they're british american or they're from uh, uh, africa or something like that and they're taking american black american roles what do you feel about that do you think that is even an issue do you think we're just fighting over nothing okay first of all there are american actors playing in this janelle monet uh i know but playing is playing i know Okay, but let me just say this. Why is this an issue for people? Because if she, I think some people can make anything an issue, first of all. Okay. If she's, if I would have had a problem if she was a British white actor playing Harriet Tubman in blackface. Okay, that would have been a problem. But a black British 
actor or an Afro-British actor. However you want to say it, she's black at the end of the day playing this role because obviously it's a part of her heritage. No, it's Just not. Because, because, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If she's black, I am sure she has faced some, some type of racial discrimination on her behalf. And I, we don't know where her ancestors came from. They, maybe they were all just magically born in Britain and nobody got <laughs> or nobody was over in Africa ever. If that happened, wow. But I'm sure somebody to somebody to somebody, 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 even if it's way, way back there, was in Africa. And those people was related to somebody who was shipped to the Americas and had to become a slave. Mm. You see what I'm saying? There's no way she's not tied into this somehow. Yeah, I mean, down, down the line. My, my only thing is is this. I'm not an actor. I'm not an actress, so it don't affect me. Like, stuff like this don't affect me. There is stuff that does affect me that we talked about in previous episodes about affirmative action, how um, African, Native African people or... Um, black people from other countries a lot of times get first dibs in, when it comes to um, getting into college uh, rather than us black Americans that were like born in America because of stereotypes. They figure that African people are going to work harder and they're not going to call and because And because they're trying to reach their diversity field. If you think about it, first of all, white Americans have... If, if you're trying to get into an American school, white Americans have an 82% chance of getting in more than a, a minority. But if the school is trying to fill their diversity quota, because you know they got one, they have to get foreigners. They also have to get African Americans, uh, Chinese Americans, um, Muslim Americans, all of that filled in. And we're not even filled in as African Americans. Those people are filled in as minorities. I don't know why I know so much about this subject. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm saying that that's something that would affect me. This would not, but I think it's an interesting discussion. You know, just to just to work your brain a little bit. Um, I do think that it's odd, and I say wow. that simply because all of these African American actresses we got, all of these black dark skinned. African American women. Okay, but I'm just saying, black, dark skinned African American actresses that we have that could play Harriet Tubman. And you have to go all the way across the pond to find somebody. That just Maybe really, she didn't. It just really seems odd to me. I don't know. What to me. if? That's like even. What like, if she was in America? while they had the auditions and she thought oh well maybe i can give it a go what well, I mean, if she's not, a close personal friend yeah. of the of the director or the or somebody that wrote it or even the producer for god's sake it's That's not fine. always yeah. about uh african-american people because sometimes african-american people the the american in us Think makes us think that oh we need to be first for everything. No, and no 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when you're portraying somebody that is African American, you might as well just go on and get somebody 
that's African American. Like even like with historically things like with African people, I be saying, why don't we get like some African people to play this to make it more accurate? Why are we getting African Americans who are why like? Why does it have to be that serious? If well, she's no, no, no. if the person was black, then they're black. black. I mean, we can It's not just black is black. That's I mean, when it comes to movies, yeah. When it comes to this, okay. like it's trivial, but but this, we're talking about the Hollywood industry. Black is black is black. I know, but this 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 correlates to everyday life as well. If you say black is black is black, okay, but no, that's not. You can't do it like that. Even when it comes to policy, you can't say black is black is black because us African Americans we have experienced. How many years of slavery and economic inequality and other things when somebody who just came from another country who happens to be black hasn't experienced that? So they already got a leg up. They might already have money. First of all, they might already have wealth to go with them or the resources to get a better education than just your, your regular black person that's on the on the corner because they have had generations of poverty and Jim Crow laws. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference in experience. Just because you black don't mean your experience was the same. I get that. And I understand how you feel. I promise I do. But um, let's just let's just think about it's a difference between applying black is black is black to a Hollywood movie and black is black is black to policy or pol- or something political or something social because that's not the case always and uh, and we as a minority can understand that however if she auditioned for the role was the best for the role should she not get it because she's british american or British Afri- Afro-American because wherever you want to put that in there, she's black and she's now she's and now we're disadvantaging no matter where she came from another sister or sister because that's what I really wanted to say. <laughs> we're disadvantaging another sister because, oh, she's black, but she ain't American enough. So now it can't just be she ain't black enough. She ain't American enough. But I thought. <laughs> We ain't, ain't none of us American. Listen, this is... We're what, all Afro. This is all what I'm saying. I can't remember who it was. It was a black actor who said a lot of these acting jobs in America, America acting jobs are being taken, or not even taken, but the the uh foreign actors are getting those jobs before the American-born actors playing American people. So they just felt... You know what they sound like? They sound like the white people talking about the immigrants. No, 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 no. Because if it's facts, it's facts. Now, you can just say the foreigner people people just act... They act better. They can act more a black American than black Americans can. Is that what we're going to say? I don't know. I've never seen that many uh, British American people act. All I know is that to me, it ain't okay to take away another sister, uh, sister grind, take away another sister, um, her opportunity from her just because she's not American enough for you. 
but she black, but she ain't American now. So now we got to get down to the nitty gritty. We got to see we, people instead of doing their casting calls in order to please the youth of society would have to get a blood test, a background check. It just can't be about who's the best African, who's the best African actor, with, no matter if you're African American, British African, African Chinese, wherever you're from. If you if you ain't American enough now, yeah. it's a problem. But I mean, for something like I feel like maybe with like when we just put, saying play John on the street, that don't matter. When we talking about Harriet Tubman, like it to me, it just would only seem right that they would get a black American actress. That's that's just what I would think. Harriet Tubman, she's black. She from the South, like. You could have found somebody that was maybe American this person looks more like her. Maybe I guess we'll just see. I just want to throw that out there because we ain't talked about that. But I I thought it was you know an interesting conversation. Maybe um we'll see how the movie goes. I don't know when it's going to come out, but twenty nineteen October October next year. Okay, then we'll see how it goes, and I'll let you know. Maybe I'll bite my tongue. Just like with like um, Killmonger and uh, what's the movie Black Panther? I mean, it's not real, so it's not really real. But I mean, like if if there was a movie, I'm sure there has been plenty of movies about African people, not about Africans in America, about African people. I would I would think it would be better if they get actual natural native born Africans to play it. Like, why even come over here? You know what I'm that, saying? That's just taking opportunity. That's just taking opportunity out of it. Well, that's just what I think. But the last thing we can talk about is, I don't know if y'all heard my last episode. Y'all probably didn't. But I was absolutely (laughs) right in my prediction of the midterms. I said Mm -hmm. there was not going to be a blue wave because the Democrats were just, there wasn't a wave. They just, they already knew that was happening. I'm talking about, like, the Senate and, like, the governors and it, all that stuff. So, what do you guys no, but it think? Came I haven't close, given y'all a chance to talk about, close. or we haven't had a chance to really talk about um, politics as of late. Why do you think, I'll let KT, she's, she's itching. Why do you think that the Democrats <laughs> are, are having such a hard time uh, gaining steam despite um, you know, just all the scandal with uh the Cheeto guy, and like, how, why do you think? Why do you think Donald Trump is still like so popular? Marketing. Let's be real. Marketing. Okay, just take just take for instance, Marsha Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Whenever the voting was, was going Marcia on, Marsha Blackburn is some lady. I don't even care about her that much, but I I saw her. This is no. She ran for Tennessee senator. Anyway, Marsha Blackburn. She ran for Tennessee senator. Um, I heard about her probably about a kajillion times. Not only did I hear about her on political um, radio stations or just on radio stations, period, but I also heard about her on YouTube, and that to me is absolutely wonderful marketing. I may think she's a horrible person. Her She has terrible politics and everything like that. But for her to market on YouTube, that was wonderful marketing. Whoever is in her marketing team, that they, they did it. That's the reason why she won. 
That right there is why she probably won. Period. Her marketing, period. Um, I can't even tell you who the Democrat was that was running against her. Phil Bryson. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even tell you. That's because there was no marketing behind it. There was nothing that was showing up anywhere. And it's not because I'm not, you know, like, oh, um, my my internet browser is saying blah, 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 and all this type of stuff and things like that. And I have all these caches that say I, I look at Republican things. No, it's, it's the fact that she had crazy marketing things. And that's the thing with Republicans, too. They do the same thing. They have crazy marketing. So that's the reason why everyone's popular, I think. Mm, I doubt it. What you think, Joy? And also racism. I think, first of all, marketing has something to do with it, of, of course. I think I did see some Phil Bredesen uh, um, advertisement, but it was mostly late at night. Mm-hmm. I never saw anything uh, during the time where actually people could get up to, you know, people who voted could see. However, the reason I think Donald Trump will probably win again next election and will probably and the reason why we didn't feel our Senate House this election for the midterms was because many people. Well, first of all, I do want to say congratulations because a lot more did get out and vote than uh, the previous election. Mm-hmm. It was not. something past the fifty percent, I think. First of all, independent people who voted for independent, the thousand could have actually made a difference in the Democratic Party. Just because you don't agree with one person uh, with the the Democratic uh, Party's um, policy or one or two policies, everything else you're pretty much okay with. But, oh, I'm not going to vote for them because of one or two things. That's stupid. That's stupid to me personally. But I, I digress with that because, I mean, you voted. That's great. That's fine. However, you know that either the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, nine times out of ten is going to win. Now, unless the imminent, the independent has the money to back up his name. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to go. You're wasting your vote and you don't get the right to complain when you waste the vote based on quote unquote principles. Because if your principles were that important, you would put them to put your money where your mouth is. That's first of all. Secondly, I think personally, just quite frankly, you can hate me for it. You cannot, whatever, who is ever listening, I really don't care. I don't look at the emails or stuff anyway. Democratic, Democrat people are lazy. They're lazy. Liberals are lazy. All the students, um, the millennials, quote unquote, want to talk about why they're doing this or why they're not doing that. But Democratic people, Democratic, um, the, the Democrats who are young are lazy. They're okay with, oh, we got time. It's time. Oh, it's all liberal and free. Crap that because the young Republican Party is voted. This is actually, it's the old folks, really. Majority and, of the It's the older voted. folks, but I have seen more Republican younger people voting than the uh, than young Democrats voting. That's just me personally. But also, Democrats are lazy to the point where, oh, nothing's going to change, but I'm c- content with talking about it forever and ever. That's stupid. Well, but I got to go. So okay, I got to go. We'll, go and we'll keep talking about it. Thank you so much, Joy. I'll see y'all later, podcast world. All right. Joy out. Um, 
Okay, thank you, Joy. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it was. It was definitely not about people voting independent. That's not what this one was about. Because, like we just said, the voter turnout was amazing, and people are quick to say point at the black folks and be like, "Where you black folks?" The black people came out. They always come out, and and y'all need to stop being dependent on it. Vote every time. You know, it's not just like a given. It's not like, well, you know, we already got that one, so don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? That's how folks be acting. But if you look at the numbers, like we did, sorry, like we did last time, again, a lot of white women voted for the Republicans. A lot of white women voted for white supremacy. And so that's just how it is. A lot of times that's how it is. But you can kind of see a change. Like Georgia you had Stacey Abrams against that white racist guy who pretty much sabotaged the election, but it was still so close that it was like, okay, maybe we're making some progress somewhere. It's in the South. And the fact that a black woman was about to become governor this close, like had the guy not interfered, that that's amazing. And then in Florida, Gillum against that other white racist man, it was so close. And it's like, okay, so maybe things are going to come. But notice, Gillum, he's not just like, oh, progressive, progressive daddy. But like compared to most of these liberals, he was pretty much a lot towards the left. He was for legalization of marijuana he was for, you know, uh, health care, whatever, you know, all the good stuff that you're supposed to be for. He was for all that stuff. And Stacey Abrams, she was just, you know, she was a little bit more left. She wasn't necessarily progressive, but she was pushing for some of those hot button issues that people care about. So it is kind of getting me to think that eventually it will come around. But as of now, them, them old regular look. Uh, establishment Democrat people that just stand there and say the hot button words and stuff like that and, and expect to get voted for, that's that's not going to work. No, and that's not going to happen because not only it's not going to happen because you can't just stand there and say things like that, but like as far as people in our generation go and like millennials and stuff like that, we... We're, we're not impressed by people just throwing hot button words out there and saying, well, I believe in X, Y, and Z. Mm. Like, I mean, that's cool, but what have you done? You know, right. we're more about the action of it as opposed to saying that you, you actually believe in something. Like I said in the other episode, you have, what are you going to do? We know already you for pro-choice. Okay, that's not even, that's like one of them giving things. Like, you have to give me something else. This economy right now is going good because we're still going off of the 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 results of Barack Obama's stuff, which wasn't the best, but we are getting some growth. Trust Donald Trump did not do this. But what eventually when this second term comes around, we're going to start feeling the effects of Donald Trump's policies and it's not going to be good. There's already been layoffs and over layoffs over these tariffs that he's in implemented and like the 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 worst is yet to come so what are you going to do to help make sure this man is not gonna 
first of all, past this crazy stuff and to make sure you're not a part of the problem, to make sure you're not also representing corporate interests, Nancy Pelosi and whoever else. Like, we need people that are actually going to be here fighting for the things we want, which is economic equality and to remove this oligarchy of ca- of corporations controlling politicians and just every the way everything works. There's no way why C- why CEOs of corporations should be in the public office. There's no reason for that. There's no reason that we should have lobbyists over here getting paid millions of dollars to influence politicians who's spo- so, supposed to represent us, not no corporation. But they have more power. Does that make any sense? But I feel like that's that's I, I feel like that's a product of capitalism. It is. Like that's the re- the reason why those things are happening is because of capitalism. Like I know people want to be like, "Oh, well, capitalism that's just how it is nowadays and that's how we're going to have to deal with the goods and services blah blah blah." But like there's got to be a way out of capitalism. What 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 would you think, Gabby? Uh, what would be the way out of capitalism? The only way I could say is you're going to have to as far as this revamping capitalism it's not going to be revamped because too many people make money off of it but you're going to have to push for your representatives and politicians to put into place policy that gets money out of politics that gets poli- uh, corporations out of the pockets of politicians because as long as they can influence politicians they can do whatever they want to do they can pay you as little as they want to pay you. They can not give you health insurance. They can not give you leave when you uh, hurt yourself. They can not give you, like, adequate amount of money for retirement or what. They can do whatever they want to do. They can pollute the, the air. They can exploit your communities. They can destroy any type of free market going on by creating monopolies up in your area. Like, they can do that. And that people will say, oh, that's crony capitalism. No, that's capitalism, period. Because capitalism is not about the consumer. Capitalism is about products. If you thought capitalism was about the consumer, why do you think they keep making uh, three and four and five sequels of The Minions? Like, who wants to watch that? If you really cared about the consumer, you would put stuff that might actually help people. Get some, put some some heart into your stuff. I want some Studio Ghibli type stuff exactly. that makes you actually think about something. Not it's not just some little doo doo for the brain. I want substance. A little bitty tiny Twinkie. And we talked about this though. We talked about how art now has become like. A joke, kind of here in capitalism, Literally. because you can't, you cannot have creativity in regards to capitalism. Your, 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 your way of being creative is creating revamps and reboots of things that have already been created, and then on top of that, like. Uh, after you've rebooted all these 90 shows that were really creative for people, now you just have to keep making sequels to it. So that is so crazy, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, because capitalism is not about consumer. It's about making money. And so for Disney, they're thinking, what can we do to make money? Not what do, what can we do to oh, make something creative and just 
give some a new experience to our viewers. No, it's what's going to create money and what's there. Okay, what's two of our biggest movies that we ever made? Lion King, Toy Story, Frozen. Okay, let's put out a Toy Story 4 and a Frozen 2 and a Lion King revamp. That's the same thing just with Beyonce up in it and see how much money we can make off and of it. And they do it in this capitalism yeah, and you say, can't even be mad. It is. And some people are going to debate us on that. People are going to say, oh, that doesn't have anything to do with capitalism. But truly, it does. All, all, everything that we do in our lives, like right now, today, has to do with capitalism. Even us doing this podcast, our initial thought was, oh, we're going to make money off of it. Money. You, know, you know, like. And no money is to be no, made. No but money has been made. Why do you think Tyler Perry keeps making Medea's? He said he going to kill off Medea. He's not killing off Medea because Medea is his meal ticket. Exactly. This is just this is what capitalism is, and if that's what you guys like, this late capitalism where they said, but was it Budweiser or somebody paid like three million dollars to show an advertisement of them donating a hundred thousand dollars to water relief or something like that, and that's literally what it's become. You're spending money to make more money or to make yourself look better. It's really a sham. It's so truly. I don't know what can be done. I don't control nothing. I'm just a girl in my in my room trying to record a podcast. But if you have any answers as to what we can do, please tell me. I voted. I did. I voted for um the people I needed to vote for. But I need more progressives. We got some good folks up in there, but we have to get more progressives in there that are about this, that are about putting money out of politics, that are about making this an equal playing field for everybody. They're about uh, racial justice, um, about uh, making sure everybody gets their right, making sure everybody is treated equal. If we're not doing that, we're, we're literally just going to be going back, make America great again to the 1950s where there was different restaurants and black and white people couldn't sit together and where women had to stay in relationships because they had no financial independence and where uh, economic inequality was at all time high. So let's not do that. Okay, guys, let's not do it. All right, so uh, let's wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I I had fun with my girls. Um, Joy is gone, but... Um, Thank you guys again for listening to this episode. Shout out to to Kenya. Did you hear us up, girl? We ain't talked to you in a a minute. We're going to get to Kenya on the show and and talk about some some stuff. Um, She graduating, y'all. Everybody give a shout out to to Kenya. Congratulate her because ooh, she's been through a lot and she's overcome it. Just like I knew she would. She got that she got the the, the heart of the ancestors up in there, guiding her and, and, and showing her the way to go. So uh this has been your girl. Oh, hit us up on Facebook.com slash talk it out podcast, Instagram.com slash talk it out podcast, twitter.com slash talk it out underscore pod. Use a hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet, and we will love you guys. This has been your girl, Gabby. And Katie. And this has been the Talk It Out Podcast. Stop.